Adams, this is down to Doug. I'm, I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peeved. I am down to dunk. Yo, this PG and I'm down to dunk. Good morning and welcome. Episode six, four, two, down, two, dunk. You can find us on CLNSmedia, Daily Center.com, Dash Radio, 5 p.m. Super Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Join this morning by Andrew. Taylor. If you want to be with me, baby, there's a price to pay. I'm a genie in a bottle. You got to rub me the right way. If you... Who are you? <laughs> and Jay. <laughs> this is Jay. It's episode 645. Five. Not what this says. Sorry, uh, dude. A five is just an upside down two. Look, man, it says it now. Oh. Hey, what's up? Hey. hey what's up, dudes? The thunder, I, we had this moment where it was like you're enjoying this delicious meal mm. and everything was great. Mm. Filet and you're cutting into it. And then the last piece mm. you had oh, no. was like cold. That was last uh, night's game. I, or, I thought you were going to say it's something worse. Or rotten. Or a mouse. <laughs> the last piece was a mouse. <laughs> a live mouse. They lost to the Pelicans in like the most just absolutely annoying yet predictable way last night. Just didn't play until the last four minutes. And that's why we're trading away Russ and shutting him down. Yep. Shutting down them all down. Trade deadlines passed, man. We can't even trade him if we wanted to. Yeah, you just got to wave him. Yeah, you could. You could buy him out. Should we care about <laughs> this? $200 million. <laughs> Should we care about this loss last night? No. I just really don't find myself caring. I all. mean, care about it, yes. In the sense that, you should care because these are the games you need to win if you want huge, the two seed. It's a huge missed opportunity for the team. It's it's annoying because they should beat this team without Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis didn't play the whole second half. You got to beat that team. I don't care if Jeremy Grant's missing. I don't care if Dennis Schroeder's missing. You still have Russell Westbrook and Paul George and Stephen Adams and Terrence Ferguson. Like you have to go beat that team, and they didn't because they didn't care until the last five minutes where their margin of error is like nothing. Yeah, like they had to be per- they had to be perfect in those minutes in order to win, and they had already given the Pelicans the confidence they needed to make shots. Well, but the other thing I will say about that is the fact that they also like the difference because this felt like those. I kept thinking about the Orlando Magic game, the Memphis game, where it was like, "All right, we'll let them hang around, we'll let them hang around, we'll let them hang around, and then we'll just turn it on in the third quarter." The difference was is that when they tried to turn it on in the third quarter, the only person that could score was Russ. Russell was great. Paul actually. George was. It was the his worst game of the season, I would assume. I mean, maybe he had tw- he had twenty eight points on twenty nine shots. What was his three point? Sh- three shot? of seventeen. Three, three of seventeen. Yeah, it wasn't a great night for Paul. Which is fine. Like that doesn't throw you off. But if they would have engaged defensively earlier in the game, yeah, they would have been fine. Now, and I will say that they were being. I mean, the lineups were crazy. You had Nerlens and Steve played, I mean, 20 minutes together last night. They closed with Ray Felton. They closed, yeah. Like that's, so you look at all of he that. He was actually pretty good. He was okay. He was, he was fine. He had nine points on four shots. It's just hard. Like, he was, that's where you know. So, number one is like watching that game, as you know, that's a game that Schroeder absolutely changes the dynamic. There's this lull in the third quarter. The Thunder couldn't score. The Pelicans were kind of slowing down as well. Like, mm-hmm. that's when Schroeder has his, what he's done over the last month which is these kind of third quarter, fourth quarter takeovers. And so obviously having both of those gone is, I mean, changes the way you play, but you are correct in saying that you still should beat those Pelicans. But man, they were desperate. They played so much harder. They played really well. They shot 54% from the floor, 46% from three. They were 12 of 26. It felt like every shot they were shooting from the three point line was going in. Yeah, it did feel like that. So, but Randall hit two of three. Uh, I thought, they played really well. Etwan Moore didn't miss a three. Was he three of three or was he, he was, four or four? He was three of three. He was great. Uh, Holiday was awesome. Randall was great. 
They played well, and Russell was that was one of Russell's best offensive performances of the season. He had a forty-four point triple double, forty-four points, eleven assists, fourteen rebounds. He was awesome, and he was athletically like oh yeah, fully there, getting to the rim. If you just had like a an average Paul George game, they win. Yeah, just just, just outscore them. I mean, even a bad Paul George game, but with just one of those three pointers going down. Yeah, or like there were three of them in the last minute and a half that you're like, he's made those all season. Yeah. And he just couldn't make them. Yeah. And Steven Adams. He's like, beat to, man, he I, looks terrible. He needs. He was really bad. He needs a break. Nerlens was awesome, though. He was. He had 22 and 13 last night. And Damn. every buzzer beater, it felt like. He, was he got that foul at the end of the first half. Yeah. And made the free throws and then hit that jump shot at the end of the third. But, but you know, I. I don't know. It's the, there's things where you don't freak out about it, but you get super miffed and peeved about it. You should. I mean, like, that's a game that'll come down where they're a half a game or a game and a half away from the two seed, and you're like, "Well, it's been nice to have that game." But you there's know, been a few of those before. They've season. had a few of them. You know what's going to change all this? And, and the Nuggets also had a couple of those. You know what's going like to change? They lost all two in a row this. last week too. You I mean know. that that happens to a lot of teams, but it happens to every team. Jay, yeah. Andrew, Luke's got something to say about this. We need to talk about the new addition to the Thunder. That's, Mark Whiff. I was about to transition. I just did. Mark Whiff. Do you know who he is? Oh, boy. Yes, he has a he has a twin. They have the same tattoos. Who's, who's, queef, queef. Train's coming through, boys. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> All right. Grow up. Yeah, you grow up. So yesterday, pretty awesome news, maybe. It was shocking. It was really shocking. I did not, I did not think they were going to sign Marquise Morris. Yeah, so I saw, you saw they were interested. Yeah, so rumors started coming out that it was the Lakers, the Rockets, the Thunder, and the Nets were interested. Everybody kind of thought he's not going to pick the Thunder over the Rockets. He's or the probably going to go like he could play a lot for the Rockets. I mean, a lot. They need him. They do need him. They are depending on Kenneth Fareed. Yeah, who's well, actually like been good been for okay. them. He's been so. Yeah. Are you Mama. ready? Mama. No, not now. Yeah, I was about to do it before you did it. Uh, yeah, they would. He would play a lot for them. He he's he's a better fit, certainly, than Kenneth Faridas for their system. Although watching last, so watching last night, yeah, you're like, man, it'd be nice to have Marquise Morris on this team. Yeah. So I don't know. I think so. We do have some Twitter questions that are going to help us have this conversation about it. So. The first one is from at Bradzilla Yo. It says, with Markeith Morris joining the Thunder, what will happen with the rotation? Who loses minutes and how many do the Thunder give to Morris? Taylor, uh, do you have any thoughts on this? That's a good uh, question. Pee pee, bye bye. Pee pee, go bye bye. Oh Come on. <laughs> grow up. Yeah, you grow up. That wasn't even. Um, that was, uh, yeah, Patterson's going to sit. They've been trying to upgrade that spot all season, pretty much. How do you think Patrick Patterson feels about this? Bad. Who cares? Is there a place? Can you wave them? They're not going to wave. No, 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 no. The Thunder are a team that doesn't have a lot of depth to begin with, and you're just, just going to away players. Well, I already gave away Russ. Who's we, next? We feel really bad for you, Patrick, because you're not going to get minutes. We want, do, we're going to so, send you to somebody else. Like no, so he's, he's a depth piece at this point. It is. I'm realizing more and more that it's impossible for me to detach like the human element. Like for me, I'm like. He hasn't been good. I Patrick know Patterson. all season. He I know, not, but it's still just like he's not a good. No, I have Patrick. a. I have a. Um, I've. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but Raymond Felton. I feel like you wouldn't share that same sentiment with. He definitely does not. You do not. You actually have had an issue attaching to the human element That's of Raymond Felton. A hundred percent true. Yeah, I guess it's just because the difference between Schroeder and him is so clearly mm-hmm. significant. You know. And I, maybe it's that going to be that way with Markeith and PP. Man, even Patrick Mark- Patterson, like he had a chance last night. He knows Markeith is coming. Come out last night and go bonkers, and he does not. No, he, I don't think he can. He can't. He just can't. No, anymore. he doesn't have that attitude. Like he's just whatever's going to happen is going to happen with him. Like he's he doesn't have like an aggressiveness to him. You know who does? Markeith. Markeith. I mean, he's. I mean, he grew up on the streets of Philly. Yeah. In a rough neighborhood, like really had to like fight for his life in a lot of ways. And there's two and, of like them. he's experienced a lot in, in his <laughs> in his life. Um, 
that a lot of these guys haven't. And so he's, he brings a different edge to the game that a lot of guys don't. And I think it's really, this team ulti- needs a little bit of that. Ultimately a good thing, especially coming off the bench. The Thunder, he's a, he's a scoring kind of tweener, center power forward. I don't know that he fits either position super well. Um, he can stretch. I mean, he's career, he can, I think, 33% from the three He can line. shoot it. Uh, he has not had a good season this yeah, year. Yeah, but it's hard to not just throw the whole Wizards season out. They've been dysfunctional from yeah. the go. I just want to see. I want to see him. I don't. I wonder if he's healthy, right? Like, so his neck supposedly is healed, but I mean, is he able to do any sort of conditioning while that was happening? Like, he's been working out the good. whole time. It, it's not been in like so. The injury was he got hit in the face by LeBron James and had whiplash. Whoa! And so basically, can you imagine getting hit by LeBron James? Yeah, you got hit by a truck. My face would disintegrate. And he basically got whiplash. And the injury was not a like you have a spinal injury you can't move. He could do everything, but if he got hit in the back, it, it would have made the injury okay. worse. Kind I think of thing. I think I have that right now. I hugged my friend too hard last weekend. Got whiplash. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's happens. how it happens. You're an same athlete, man. Same thing. So anyways, yeah. he's been <laughs> he's been able to do non-contact yeah, he's um, biking. stuff since Good. since he's been out. So hopefully, and Fred Katz said this last night, that he should not be out of shape. And what a perfect, what a perfect, it's, it literally is the perfect time for somebody to join the team. Like I'm assuming he'll be in Oklahoma City today, maybe partly through the All-Star break. Yeah, I mean he'll get. A, I mean he'll go home or wherever for at least a few days. But yeah, I have no idea to be here, get acclimated early next week. Like it's perfectly timed. I, I think my expectation is, I mean next Friday, which is the first game after the All Star break, like he'll be there. I think he's going to be playing. Yeah, I think so too. I can't wait. So what do you think, Taylor? If you answer that question from Bradzilla, like what what happens to the rotations? How many minutes? go to Markeith like obviously Patrick Patterson is is the one that's going to be on the out of this but are well, there anything that is there anything specifically that makes you excited about him um I don't know I just think he's an upgrade over Patrick Patterson I definitely don't see this eating into Jeremy Grant's minutes at all because he's been so good so I think Patrick Patterson's just out of the rotation and Markeith Morris just picks up those minutes right He'll take minutes from Patterson. He may end up taking minutes Mace from Noel. From Noel, depending on the what the team. I think is. you can steal away the minutes from even a guy like Abdel Nader, Abdul Nader. Mm, right, and you could you could have super big lineups where you slide Jeremy to the three. I think that makes more sense. Nader was so bad last night, man. Yeah, I mean he's just getting exposed as a G League player, basically. He can't. And not, Burton wasn't great last. <laughs> he night. He cannot either. defend. No, Burton was a lot of control too. So it's. He's going to help a lot. He's a legit NBA player. Whereas I don't, Patrick Patterson's been, it's like a game to game thing if Patterson right. is playing like an NBA guy. Which is what everybody told us from Toronto whenever they signed him. Yeah. They're like, enjoy him. He's a good dude, but you're going to go crazy watching him play. Yeah. It's like, oh, yep, that's exactly what's you know, Patter- like Patterson's averaging like four points a game. Markeith, even on a bad season, is averaging double digits. Like he's a guy that can really score the basketball in a lot of different ways, which yeah, I sure. think will help. Schroeder, he's a good pick and pop guy. Yeah, that'll and be so great. There's not really a guy like that to play with Schroeder. Yeah, we don't need anybody that's a pick and roll guy with Schroeder because he cannot throw a lob. He, yeah, well, they've been trying. <laughs> it's like <laughs> anyway, but I, I think the if you look at the bench now with Markeith as part of that, I mean that that's a great, that's a great lineup. I love man. that man. And I do think you're right in saying. <laughs> Like Jeremy Grant, I just was trying to cut you off before you moved on to the next thing that we were ready for. So no, it's not that I'll have something to add. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm just, I didn't know he had such a rough upbringing. Yeah. You just got to think how different would it have been if his mom had gotten scared and had him move with his auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Um, so uh, why? <laughs> he, he's been waiting to say that for that so up. long. Yeah. But uh, like, I do think. Looking at Stephen Adams. The fresh queef of Bel Air. And looking at... There they go. Y'all. Looking at Stephen Adams. Ooh, unplugged. Unplugged. Looking at Stephen Adams and the wear and tear in his body. Like, is there a space where kind of your whole front court can have a reduction in minutes 
in preparation for the playoffs. That's what I'm wondering. And so does Steven. Yeah, I, I would hope so. Does Steven play a few minutes less? Does New Orleans play a few minutes less? Does Grant I would love to less? see Steven play 28 minutes a game from here to the playoffs, honestly. Yeah. When you have four guys that can play multiple spots, you know, Grant and Morris can play multiple spots. No, you could run them out as your 4-5 without yes. question. Yes. And they can switch everything. Morris is not great. Is not going to be a guy that's going to be able to switch out on guys. Marcus can. Yeah. Markeith cannot. So that's going to be an Isn't issue. That crazy. They're the it's same body. Be an issue. They're really not. Markeith yeah. is bigger. They're twins. Is Markeith is bigger, uh, and not quite big enough to be a center. So but it's not small enough to guard. A step not Curry. small enough to switch. He's not. He's not going to be a guy that's going to do that. I, think I mean, he's still going to switch ball, because that's what the Thunder do. It's just he's not. He's not great at it. Yeah. He's not going to be great at it. So I wouldn't come in with the expectation that he's going to be a great defender for them. Yeah. I think really the, the role for him for the Thunder and something that they need is another guy off the bench that can score the basketball and can score it pretty well. Yeah. And he can get super hot. Like he's a guy that can come in and act. He could win the Thunder a playoff game. Yeah, because he can come in and score twenty. Yeah, I mean, even even this fall, there's at least a couple games where he scored. I think he scored twenty eight against the somebody. I was watching highlights of that. You probably have too. If you got really desperate, I'm like, who is this guy? I don't really know what he does because I know Marcus hits all the shots. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, it's a big pickup, and the in the fact that he picked Oklahoma City is telling for a lot of reasons. Yeah. What? Hey, what is up with that? What is up with what? Like. I'm kind of surprised that he picked OKC. Have we changed? I'm saying like I would have guessed it's like, oh, he's definitely going to like at least the Rockets because he's going to get a lot more minutes there. There might be some beef with the Rockets because I don't they did. I know that Marcus did not love the way that he was handled in Houston. I forgot about that. So I think that there might be they they've got some beef like he's got some beef with the Suns, like he does not like the Suns organization. Marbeef Morris. Nobody likes the Suns organization that played for them. Goran left pissed off like everybody. Steve Nash. Frustrated. Yeah. Shaq. You mean you mean Shaqtus? That was in his his time in his career where he had like five teams in a year. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Third game of the season, Marquise scored 28 points against the Blazers. Yeah. He is kind of like that. He and his his brother, they can just have games where you're like, okay, so they're just going to be 30 point scorers now out of nowhere. Yeah. In his 35 games that he played in five of them, he scored 20 or more. Whoa. Yeah, so that's he's crazy. A, he, even in just the few games he played this year, thir- 34 games for the year, he's still averaging over 11 points. Yeah, it was rare that he wasn't in double digits. So he's a guy that he's going he's gonna to be able to come off the bench and really score it. And that's the Thunder have struggled to score and defend. And so is he going to help the defense on the second unit? Like he's probably, a, it's probably a wash between he and Patterson because I don't think Patterson's a great defender either. Um, but I think it's a huge upgrade on the offensive end. And the Thunder have been a better offensive team anyways uh, recently. So I think that he's he's just going to contribute. And he's a guy that's just tough. He's a guy that you can throw out there in the playoffs and you, he's not going to be afraid. Patterson, I kind of just have my doubts about Patterson being a playoff guy Yeah, in general. Like, I'm not saying that he's There's, scared, but I just don't. He's not a guy that's going to go out there and assert himself. No. And it's... He, like he's, there's he, nothing that's happened over this season that has made me feel super confident with Patrick Patterson. Being right. Able to find yeah. Like, new. why would you think he could all of a sudden produce in the playoffs? You wouldn't. No, Patterson's not a guy that you would predict going and saying, you know, what? Patrick Patterson could help win a playoff game for yeah. the Thunder. You would not. No one. No one was going to say that. Yeah. He's. It's a big upgrade. It's it a is. big upgrade for the team. And I was just Jay just had his basketball reference up. And besides this year, his the past like five seasons for Markeith five or six he shot the ball from three really well he can shoot it man yeah the last two seasons before this season he was in 36.7 36.2 percent yeah that's pretty i mean that's you'd take that in a second yeah and he's this is a going to be with a better team yeah he should so, have more looks he should you know like i don't so, know man that's it's it really is it's super significant and to get a i mean you cannot understate the ability to get a key rotation piece for nothing mm-hmm. you're not giving up an asset 
You didn't make a trade. You're just adding him to your team. You're adding to the depth of this roster. Patrick Patterson won't play, but if someone gets hurt, like you feel okay about him coming in and being the backup. Like right now, where the team is with Jeremy Grant out, you don't have Markeith, you don't have all these guys. You have to play Nader. You have to play Burton. You have to play all these guys. And on a random night, yeah, they can show up and play great. But on an average night, they're not. Yeah, and it proved that last night. And so to just add a piece like that is huge for this team. And the Thunder have traditionally not been able to add a great piece off the buyout market. This, I think this is a question that we could try to answer. Is Markeith Morris the best free agent that has willingly come to the Thunder from another team? Probably, because we used to say that it was Patrick Patterson. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely better. He's better than Patterson. So free agent. Yeah. It's hard because you go back to, and I mean, they just haven't had a tons lot of guys, of guys have chosen to play here, uh, but not like true free agent, right? Like Paul George chose to play here. Yeah. Jeremy, but tried. doesn't count. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Nerl- I mean, Nerlens is a big one. Nerlens was for sure. I'd say Markeith is a higher Nerlens came with baggage and risk, right? Yeah. And there's ri- there's risk with Morris true, too. True, true, true. I mean there there is a risk that if he doesn't like his role, if he's not playing enough minutes, that he's not a guy that's going to be quiet about it. Yeah. I do think the difference maker why they landed him is I think the other thing is maybe he did have some issues with some of the other teams. From what is being stated, when Wes Matthews was bought out, Paul George and Russ were active in recruiting him to come and play for the team. Mm-hmm. And so my assumption is for sure that they are the reason Markeith. Mm-hmm. There's no question about the that. There's hey no... man, come play with us. Here's what you're and, and the, the whole team is going to be pretty honest about like, here's the space we have for you. Like he's not going to be blindsided and be like, I thought I was going to be the starter. Like, right? No, you know, you're going to come off the bench. You're going to play maybe 15 minutes. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what that minute looks like distribution, yeah. uh, but here's the deal is, this team's great. The culture's healthy. And we really think you can be a huge difference maker for what we want to do in the playoffs. Yeah. And he's, and people like him. Yeah. Like he's not like, he's not like a bad dude that people don't like. He most actually ev- reminds me most everybody of, likes him. of Russ's personality a little bit too. Like Russ doesn't like has a small circle of friends. He, I know I read about he and his brother and they're kind of the same way where it's mm-hmm. like, we don't have a bunch of friends. Like we, it's us two and we have a, a close circle and mm-hmm. family and that's kind of it. And we don't really care what you think about yeah. anything that we say or do. Mm-hmm. We have the exact same tattoos. You know who's older? Yep. Yeah. You like to, you like to say that. No, Markeith. He's seven seconds older. Oh man. And that oh, makes time. all the difference. And that's, critical time that crucial a lot of experience oh mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> do you, you remember think? them playing at kansas yeah god they were, i hated them <laughs> they were so good were so good and just killed awesome. everybody thomas robinson was on that team too yeah, it was they, those two and thomas uh, robinson i think they oh may have been gosh. on the championship team with mario chalmers i think they were did they win that year not that not thomas robinson's year no thomas robinson mario chalmers they beat memphis so with derrick rose man yeah uh yeah, the, it's it's a great pickup to just get if you can just get him for free. And we I'd like discuss like trades you could make to get him. Right. I thought it made sense. That's, yeah. that's the crazy to even thing. try to get him is that you trade Patterson and Abrinas and a pick and you see if they would bite on that. But no, I mean like to get to get him for nothing uh, is huge. He's and such that, a better Karan Butler. We'll see. <laughs> he should be. He should be. Correction: They were not on that team. Who was on that team? Cole Aldrich, Daryl Arthur. Oh my gosh. Mario Chalmers. Oh, they came right after this. Guy named Darnell Jackson. Brandon Rush. Who's the best player from Kansas in the league right now? Hmm. It's probably Marcus Morris, isn't it? It probably is. We're missing somebody. Well, Ben McLemore was. Oh, uh, Wiggins. Wiggins. It's probably Joel Wiggins. Joel oh, Joel Embiid. Yes. That's is. 100% who it is. There it is. Besides, Sorry. Jo- besides Joel. Ben McLemore was supposed to be really good. It's probably Wiggins. They're an under. It's an. They have mostly underwhelming prospects, dude. It's been that way for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rafe LaFrance. Oh, Rafe. You remember that guy? Ah, Rafe. Rafe LaFrance. Cole. Cole. Cole Aldridge, man. Lottery pick, Cole Aldridge. Check Diallo. 
Yeah. Guys, let's stop talking about the best players from Kansas and start talking about the best <laughs> beers in the world. I want to talk to you about Anthem Brewing Company. These guys are the real deal. I'm always here telling you about their incredible beer selection, Golden One, Arjuna, their IPA, their Ouroboros, their Ride or Die PA, and some of the one-of-a-kind beer creations you can only find at their brewery located at 908 Southwest Southwest 4th Street here in Oklahoma City. But I want to tell you about some of the other things they're currently doing that uh, they want you to know about. Every weekend in February, they're giving away a percentage of their profits to a local charity someday soon. It's a local group helping to get Oklahoma City's homeless back on their feet. Also, any Thunder home game, they have $1 pints from four to tip off. Go there. Guess what? You have a great time. Uber over to the game. Have an even better time. If you come to the tap room, have a great time and don't feel like driving or shouldn't drive to the game, that you can leave your car there. Get a lift. Get an Uber. Have your mom come pick you up. And they'll uh, let you keep your car there. <laughs> Anthem Brewing Company. Mommy. Made on earth by humans for humans. They're the best. Support those that support us. Uh, Kyle Brett is watching from Perth, Australia. Ah, oh, good day, mate. <laughs> and he's not anymore. Wow. <laughs> Fosters. Um, <laughs> okay, let's move on to some Twitter Fosters. questions. Twitter questions. I'm just kidding. Australian. Yeah, you grow up. Hey. Does I'm sure about that, Bobby, mate. Just keep an eye on the baby. Don't let the dingo eat it. <laughs> Right, Who guys. are you? Hey, How our first Twitter question <laughs> comes from at Kyle underscore E underscore Clark. Who wants to know what is the ceiling of this team now that we're into the last half of the season? I still think Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I think that that, would, that should be the goal of this team. Yeah, is to reach the Western Conference Finals. I think it'll be hard. Like, obviously, <laughs> the West is loaded. It'd be a huh. diff- difficult thing to do. I just think your first round is going to be a Portland, a this Utah. Is why, this is why last night should be frustrating to You're fans. Right. Is because the second seed, like, the difference in competition between the second and third seed is going to be pretty massive. It's like the difference between playing the Rockets or the Spurs in the first round. It could be that. Sure. Or the Jazz or the Kings. Like, the, the difference is going to be huge. And so whoever is that the last two seeds in the West are not great. They're going to be strong teams, but one through six is going to be super strong. And so you can't, I just don't, I think it will depend on where they're seated at too. Uh, Because if you're playing the jazz or the rockets or a team like that in the first round, like those are good teams. I think the Thunder are better, but how much better? I think that's a question that you have to ask yourself. And so I, I do feel relatively confident with the first round still i, I know it'll too. be a more of a battle i yeah i i don't i don't think there's a gimme though no, no, i no. think if you're if you can get up to the two seed so, but i seven, think that so, you get yourself a gimme. so seven and eight is probably the spurs or the kings spurs, the spurs kings lakers. lakers like yeah that's yeah. not awesome though the lakers I, i'm not i'm still on the place where i would feel more comfortable playing the jazz or the blazers than i would the lakers that's that's a weird place to it's be. lebron man that's great it's LeBron, bro. So I, I agree with Andrew until Jay says LeBron, and then I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't... This Lakers team is is not... They're not good. I know, but are they I, just not... Are they the same level as, of not good as last year's Cavs team? The, I don't know if the Cavs get out of the first round in the Western Conference. That's, that's the truth. I will they, say... They I, almost lost in the first round to the Pacers. But I will say this. It was to, seven games. To Pacers give you a little more fast, confidence, the that they're not totally out of the two seed. They have two games remaining no. with Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've no. lost the first two. They're they two games at, back. They play at Denver this week. Coming back, it's, it's the Tuesday. They have to go win those games. It's the Tuesday. Yeah, so it's the Tuesday... Not this weekend. It's a it's a ways away actually because we have like <laughs> we've got a lot of time off. Actually. Well, they have the All Star break. Yeah. yeah, much needed All Star break but for this team. As everybody knows, is that the Thunder have the hardest schedule in the NBA going forward. But I think Alex said this is like most of the West except for Utah has a really hard 
So well, and the, the Thunder show up when they play good teams. That's true. So that's, I mean, you saw it last night. I mean, we predicted it on a Wednesday. I said the Thunder are going to be battling their own will to win. And? On, and, here, and they did. It was, they didn't care. They had no will. So when they play teams like the Jazz and the Nuggets and the Blazers and all these teams, they're going to play better. Yep. Well, and then one of the things that nobody really thinks about looking back at the way they played these teams early in the season, and somebody asked this question as well, is the difference is also the fact that they haven't they haven't played any of the teams they're about to play with the rotation switch where Paul George and Russ stagger like they have. Yeah. Like so, the time they played Denver and lost because they, they lost them twice. Is yeah. neither one of those times was it kind of this newer version of the Thunder, yeah. especially now with potentially Markeith on the floor. They'll have better depth. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. this neuter version of the Thunder. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Luke the Duke. Grow up four yeah, five up. five zero. Who wants to know? Apart from PG and Russ, who is the most critical for success in the postseason? I don't know what you said. Will you repeat that? Jay was whispering something that I don't. I don't know. Either. Besides PG and Russ, who is the most critical for success in the postseason? Stephen Adams. Yeah, it's Stephen Adams. He's got to be better than what he's been the past like week. He's. I think he's struggling. I think his ankles are are not in good shape. Mm-hmm. And so if he can rest for a week and get healthy come back and be rejuvenated i think that would be huge for this team because he's got to be a guy that puts up double digit points every night he's got to be a guy that's setting crazy screens and playing good rim defense and he hasn't really been doing those things lately and so he's super critical to the success of this team if he was if he played like he did at the beginning of the season last night i don't think the thunder struggle quite as much and on defense when he can move around he's just in the way on defense yeah. for everyone else. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? For the other team. I mean, his hands are all over the place, especially on pick and rolls. It's so hard to, mm-hmm. he's so good at staying with the ball handler as long as he, as long as he can. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's obviously been slower and his yeah. hands haven't been moving as much. Yeah. I think the next, another person is Schroeder. Yeah. Like can Dennis Schroeder come off the bench and contribute like he has been lately where he can score in bunches and get other guys involved and, play de- decent enough defense to stay on the floor. I think probably those two uh, are pretty critical to the success of the Thunder. I think Ferguson's going to give you what he gives you. It's going to be nights where he makes threes, nights where he doesn't. He's going to contribute a lot on the defensive end. Um, they're pretty. I think those two are the most critical. And now, like, you add Marquise to it because he is a scoring mm-hmm. forward. Like, that's another critical element. Can he come in and, you know, two or three games in the playoffs – change the game by scoring you know 15 to 20 points off the bench and i know that we always talk about teams getting in the playoff rotation shortens and starters play more minutes but how often is it in the playoffs that there's one guy on each team that's off the bench that like has 20 points and is the x factor like the x factor is always a random guy off the bench and so can that be not or not random but someone on the bench Mm -hmm. can that be dennis schroeder the way that I don't I don't know. You get what I'm saying. Each yeah. team kind of has that guy. That that sixth man is probably the most important person in the playoffs uh if you uh, compared to regular season. It's important. It's it's important to have guys that can make an impact off the bench for you. Especially like you you know you're going to get a lot from Paul and from mm-hmm. Russell. Mhm. It's important to have guys off the bench that can make an impact. And you're not going to play a lot of guys. They'll probably play 9 guys in the playoffs. And for if one of those guys doesn't have to be Patrick Patterson, I think that's a good thing. That's overall. a great thing. That's yeah. a great thing. You just got to, especially if you're going to Western Conference Finals, you have to just stack talent, basically, for the playoffs. You can't have a bad player no. playing off your bench. No. And there's going to be a chance the Thunder we're going to have to play a guy that's like, could hurt you mm-hmm. off the bench. And now I don't think that's the case. And they could still go sign another guy. Like they have these two 10 days. And they're not really on the team. They're not going to be on the team. The 10 days also includes the all-star break. So those will expire during the all-star break. And they could go sign another guy if somebody comes available. It'd be great. It'd be great to add another wing. It'd be great. Really, the greatest thing would be to add Dre if he could play again this season. And I, nobody really exactly knows what his status is. But second best would be it'd be nice to have another wing. 
Totally brodily. So do you have, I mean, does anybody have any feeling on Trey? Like I know he, that mm-hmm. Billy spoke about it yesterday and he's not doing basketball stuff yet, but they still hope he can get on the floor this season. They're hopeful, but I mean, I, I think at this point trying to, I think what the, the Thunder's difficulty in trying to like say where he's at is that they thought that he would have already played like two months by now, you right. know? And to have the setbacks that he's had to try to like predict another like a good outcome for him, I think is just really difficult. Yeah. And I you all have mentioned a few times. I don't hate the idea of Corey Brewer. I don't hate it either. I don't like you want to wait. You want to wait to see who else gets because you don't want to go and sign Corey Brewer and then Wilson Chandler gets bought out or something, you know, like and I don't think those it doesn't feel like the Clippers. There's no murmuring that the Clippers are going to buy out some of these guys. Yeah. You don't want to get locked into Corey Brewer and then the whole world, you know, like somebody else gets bought out. Because the Clippers are the eighth seed right now. Like everybody thinks that'll be the Kings or the Lakers. But what if it was the Clippers? Like it could be. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally... That make the eighth seed. You never know. Like, all it takes is a Danilo, Danilo Gallinari getting injured for two weeks, and yeah. they're back down in the 11th seed or something. The Lakers are three <clears throat> games back of the Clippers right now. Well, with 25 games left in the season? Yeah. The the Lakers are not a lock in any way well, and the to make the playoffs. Their schedule's... Not easy going forward. Taylor can hear all of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not easy. Their last five games, I think I read them, but I want to read them again just because it's it is insane, and that this could be the difference of them getting in or not. <coughs> Bless you. <laughs> Thank they, you. Uh, starting April second, Oklahoma City, Golden State, the Clippers, Utah, and Portland are their last five games. Whoa, <laughs> that's. <laughs> That Clippers game might end up being like, like the four. game. I'm yeah. telling yeah. you, I bet it does. The game where the Clippers lock the playoffs. It's a huge. That's a that's a huge stretch for them, and they could lo- they could be just done. They could be cooked by then. So they play New Orleans twice in the week after All Star break. Hey, the Thunder played them last night. Lost. Well, lost but what I'm game. saying, like. Dude, you don't think that the Pelicans and a player a little bit of fire in that game? Oh, that's yeah, they definitely will. Alvin Gentry will. Oh, they're going to be so it, mad. You hear him? So did you hear what happened? So that's their Super talk Bowl. About Anthony Davis left, so he got injured. Yeah, left, left the game before the left the arena before the game was over with Rich, and he he was mad. And Alvin Gentry was like, "I don't want to talk about the guys that aren't playing." Man, yeah. they. Dude, it is a bad situation. It's a bad look for it could, Davis. Too, and it man. could be like a Ewing theory type of deal with this team. Yeah. Going forward. Well, and Drew also, Holiday, man. Are you kidding me? He's good. He's literally unguardable. He's last so night. good. He was good. How pumped was Anthony Davis when he got injured last night? Yes. He was like, and, finally, man, I have an excuse to not be here. And was it faked? Just throwing that out there. Huh? Was it faked? No, I know. Why wouldn't it be? Why would he not fake an injury? Because he... He, he was the one that said, I will file a grievance with the players union if you guys decide to, that you want to sit me. Even if it's like... That's that's where it would be weird. And it's not even the he's worried about being injured in free going into free agency or going into this summer, I mean, for a trade. Mm-hmm. But it's think of just how awkward his life is right now. Oh, it's terrible. Every single day. Oh, and you did it to yourself. So awkward. He played... I mean, if he... Seemed pretty Anthony Davisy last night. Yeah, he was fine. Like nothing really made me think he's playing disgruntled. No, but that I'm talking about like practice in the traveling with the boys. I, I, I think gotta it, hate it always yeah. puts it to the test where because every NBA player, what do they say whenever something like this comes up? Like your buddy gets traded. NBA is a business, man. You just it's just what happens. Like it's what they tell yeah, us. This puts that to the test where it's like, is it a business or are you super miffed? Also, like how many guys are out there saying? We just want to win a championship this season. Yeah. Like, it's just all BS. Right. Sorry. But the other thing for me is, like, how many of these guys are like, yeah, I mean, I kind of get it. I don't. Not this way. (laughs) Not. No, no, no. Not. Not like this. Right. Right. It it is a business. But, like, say you were in business with a friend. Mm -hmm. And it, like, this is just a business about making money. Like, I was on a podcast. Like, about the thunder. And And I emailed you. Hey, Jay. Listen. 
there's another podcast that I want to go be a part of that's been around longer and they're a lot better. And I don't, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk to you. I'm going to join an ESPN podcast. And you're telling, and, you're telling us now and on the podcast. I'm telling, you, I'm telling you right now that's got to be a better ESPN, way, but that's still unfair <laughs> to even use that. That's not a good analogy because I'm like, dude, if you got a chance to go and be on like an actual real podcast, Okay. on ESPN I'd be like yes okay. go the Thunder Buddies want me to join their okay, podcast well, and I'm different. not and I'm not going to be on this show anymore the Thunder Buddies they, they're with the Oklahoma and they're more established I know where you live I want to join the, yeah exactly yeah you're right you know what I mean yeah you're right yeah and then the Thunder Buddies and then something falls through and Andrew's like hey, hey guys, guys I'm, I'm, back. I'm coming <laughs> back you know er, that is so good Eric said I couldn't join <laughs> Um, until until next until ho- year, I'm still hopeful to join them in the summer. We're gonna trade. Um, but uh, can I do the show with you still? <laughs> but like, I just need to kind of be here for a couple more months. Yeah, is that okay? Can I finish out the season with you guys? And no. then you better, the you better fake a vocal injury. Exactly. Like, so, <laughs> are any of you going to understand so that? Right, yeah. Like, no. Like, get out of here. Level, get out of my competition. Get out of my face. And l- yes, a much smaller scale where nobody even cares about something like that. No one would care if that happened. But I would like people and like this is in our career, right? And people really, really care about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he looks at all of the players on his team saying, you know what? You guys aren't good enough for me to play with. And I need, I would like to be in another, a better city with a better team with LeBron. And I, and I just tried to force my way out. Like there's no way that any of them sit there and like, yeah, I really, under, I, I get you AD. Yeah, that's the truth. You're right. Yeah, your wife has been texting someone behind your back. <laughs> She's about to go be with this guy. This guy breaks up with her, and then she tries to come back. She's like, "Hey, so uh, I was I just, just about to say that we always like we always compare this stuff to like relationships. Durant stuff. for sure, and it's yeah. the closest thing that is it really is to like the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the anyways, drama, the they've, love, they've got to hate him. The passionate the- love making. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they they just have to hate him though. Oh yeah, they have to and hate him. They may be with him gone, and th- and he may have said at the beginning, "I, you have to play me," but he may have experienced enough with the team to where he's like, "Yeah, my shoulders, it's it's hurt." Ooh. Oh, you know, I slept on it weird. I think gotta, it's broke. I got a hangnail because <laughs> it's not normal for someone to leave the arena. I slept for, on it weird. I think for, it's broke. <laughs> yeah, for a player to leave the arena. Yeah with an injury unless you have to go to the hospital I'd find him that would be hilarious conduct detrimental to the team $50,000 yikes yeah that's that's there's a double standard there because it is his conduct is more conduct detrimental to the team than most of the things that get right this whole thing has been conduct detrimental to the team and the league's like no we'll find you if you don't play him yeah it's like wait a minute like what's going on here and the people that are suffering there's a really good article put out by someone that writes for the Pelicans. It's like the, the people that are losing the most here, it's not AD, it's not the team, it's the fans. Like, Can you imagine being a fan of that team right now? No, but don't you think that the NBA is thinking about fans of the other teams? Like they're thinking about NBA fan, fans for when like they go to play the Pelicans and the Pelicans go to play somewhere else. They're like, if he's not injured, one of our star players should be playing. And nobody's going to come see yeah, I, the Brooklyn Nets versus the Pelicans without. Yeah, that's right, probably not fair. Right. I get that, but they're, they will, it's not. And a lot of people have said this. They're they're probably if things don't go well after they trade AD. They'll be on the verge of not being in the city anymore. Yeah. <gasps> I mean, the only thing that's really holding them there right now is the fact that the owner of the Saints basically yeah. is just doing it as like almost like a charity thing. Yeah, it's a. Because it's an it's non it's a not viable like they're it's not making disaster. money like it's no. it's it's a problem. But what's crazy is I bet if he tried to sell it, he could still sell it. Oh gosh, for a billion dollars! You think somebody in Seattle would? I mean, after I the debacle that happened, someone in Seattle is going to step up and say yes, yes, I'll give you a billion dollars. I'll give you one point five billion dollars, and the and they'll be like, well, yeah, you they, you. Do they have Pelicans oh, to you. Real, that's all it would take. No, they've got Supersonics there, man. They've they got... would just literally become the Sonics again. Yeah, the the Hornets became the Pelicans, and then the Pelicans will become the Sonics. There will be no Pelicans, which is fine. It's a weird nickname. What if, uh, yeah, 10 years from now, you're like, remember when there was the Pelicans for like four years? <laughs> it's about as weird as the <laughs> Raptors. They literally named a team in Toronto after 
a movie. But at least they've had like <laughs> and it's a all, history, but it's awesome you know? though. It's it awesome. Is, but goodness, I'm like, it's awesome. You remember the Vancouver Grizzlies? Yeah, little Brian Reeves, a good name. Brian Reeves, Bryant, Bryant. Yeah. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. Big country. For the record, our third of the podcast. Oh my god! Because from questions. at Avery MBC one two, who wants to know? How is this team's chemistry different from previous years? And how does this affect things on the court? It's a lot better. And it affects things well on the court. Ray Felton said it's the best chemistry he's ever been a part of in the NBA. Mm -hmm. I believe that. I believe it. I will say this, and I can't remember who said this. Maybe a stream team, I can't remember. But it was one of those things where it's like, it wasn't like, yeah, it was Royce. I think the hard thing is that you want to try to act like the chemistry wasn't good. Right. But it was, we, the Thunder have always had good chemistry. Like, it's part of the culture it's, of yes. this organization. Uh, but there is something different about this year. Yeah, it's real good. Even last season, like, the, chemis- the chemistry oh, was, not, was not the issue. No. Was the, Maybe they had towards the, the end. Maybe in that Jazz series, I feel like may, it yes. got tested more. Maybe than after, yes, in game six, I think that that, Yes, that was the that was the end of mellow, and that was the end. Yeah, that was the end of all of it. Um, yeah, but still, overall, still not in the NBA. In case anybody still, was wondering, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Thunder in last season they had good chemistry. They just had they had six players on that team that aren't in the NBA right now. Yeah. Six. That's a problem. That's wild. It wasn't a great team. No, no. Hey guys, let's move on to our next <laughs> Twitter question. It comes from at the four. How impressive was that? It's zero five right. Brody, who wants to know how do you think Ennis Cantor fits with Portland? Uh, he's their backup center. He'll score and rebound. And he's, he's not, I don't think he helps raise the ceiling for that team because in the playoffs. Can't play Cantor. Can't play Cantor. So the Thunder will pick and roll him to death if they play every against team the will. Blazers. Every, I mean, that's that's his MO. That's what and I, do. I don't I don't like I don't like that signing for them because I like Zach Collins and his potential. Yes. And he will take minutes from Zach Collins. Take minutes from Myers Leonard. Fine. He will take all of Myers Leonard's minutes and he will take some of Zach Collins. Yes, yeah, you shouldn't because I don't think I don't know how much you can play those two together. I don't know. It's not a it's a it's a weird signing. You know who I really like for Portland, though? Mm. Uh, dadgummit. I just blanked on his name. Jake Lehman. Yes. Yeah, Jake Lehman. He's, He's good, good, man. Yeah, he's all right. He plays pretty confidently, too. Yeah. Looks like Stauskas out there. It's like a <laughs> tall, more handsome Stauskas. He doesn't have as much confidence as Stauskas, but he's got three times the ability. Yeah, he's better. He's a lot more athletic. He's definitely better. All I remember is that video of Stauskas where he's in a backyard just hitting three after three after three. It shows you how useless most of that crap is. I know. <laughs> I know. Nick rocks, man. Nick rocks. One, two, three. Nick rocks. <laughs> no, nobody. Was that him? Uh, him and you Mitch don't Mitch remember here? that? No, no. From whenever Grantland or whoever got in to do a documentary on the Kings draft selection. Oh yeah, no, I did not watch it. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> worth the rewatch because they took Nick Stauskas, and in this meeting they have the phone and they call Nick Stauskas after they took him, and Vivek mm. Ranadive says, "On three, we're gonna say Nick rocks. One, two, three, Nick rocks." You're and kidding like, me. Nick doesn't say like anything <laughs> like on the other end. He's on speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dude i don't so th- awkward i never saw this oh my gosh you have to go youtube it it is awesome it is so awesome they they had like these college students selected to like help them with their draft process and they all like did this all this research and they do this presentation it is the most whack thing ever and i don't know how god i don't know why the kings did this to themselves but it is so funny that's where like the stauskas 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 comes from it, yeah. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, they love it's it is so funny. You have to you have to go watch it. Wow, glad do you think Malcolm Gladwell regrets writing basically a whole chapter about Vivek Ranadive? <laughs> he may be an incredible and he's an outlier. Businessman. He just is not a very good. He overruled his entire front office. Yeah, like almost every draft. He wants Stauskas. Nick Rocks. <laughs> One, two, three. Nick, Nick Rocks. They took him like, I think he was the fifth pick or something like that, right? I don't know that he's that. He was a high pick. I don't think he was that high, but he was a high pick. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next 
Twitter question that comes from at Ryan Woods underscore who wants to know or says he was rewatching an early December game and noticed how different the team functioned prior to Billy staggering Russ and PG. Where do we rank that decision among this season's major developments? It's a huge deal. I think it changed re- the whole team. It shifted the entire team because they were playing these all bench lineups that were just getting crushed. I mean, you had, I mean, there were times where they've played well, like a random game here or there where they played well, but they just can't function like that. And so it's good to stagger those two. You have a great player on the court at all times. Uh, so Nick Stauskas was the eighth pick in the draft. Eighth pick, baby. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, it's a, it's a huge deal. It was a huge development. And... You know, it's good on Russ and Paul that they can be so malleable with the rotation <laughs> um, because uh, it's that not every player is, you know. Well, and I think it also is exactly the moment where Paul George really went into like scorched earth mode. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it was it was a great move. The bench units with Paul George. I, I those are some of my favorite lineups. I think they're they're always good. Yeah, I need to look up, especially now with Markeith. I know, man. Raise the roof, queef, queef. <laughs> Okay, oh, guys, man. let's move on to our next Twitter question. Yeah, you grow up. It comes from at the <laughs> yeah, Kev yeah. Robertson, who wants us to name the top five power rankings of Oklahoma City dive bars. Yeah, we finally. Oklahoma City dive bars. Beer, 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 beer. Guys. Go ahead. I have Andrew, what's your favorite dive bar? Let's just start throwing them out there and then we'll rank. Okay, here's number some, one, here's, Edna's. No oh God. God doesn't even make the list. Number two God. Edna's. Ugh. It's an insurance company. <laughs> and Edna's. <laughs> it doesn't even make the for dive bars? Man, what's what what counts not, as I'm dive bar? So there. obviously, um, here's one. Here's one we're talking about: Cat's Tavern. Don't know what that bar. is. Well, where is it? Got to be out there. That's why you still think Edna's is a top five dive bar. Uh, it's where it's where by George. It used to be oh, like yeah. by George. It's a karaoke bar. Uh, uh, yeah, kind of. But it's On more classin. It's, uh, yeah. Where's yes. cookies in this ranking? Cookies is up there. I'll tell you that. Cookies I love is good. cookies. Where's cookies? Best karaoke. Uh, Western and twenty third. Western twenty third. Best karaoke in the city. Cookies. Cookies. Chili's. Very good. Chili's Bar and Grill. Chili's Bar and Grill. Here um, is the Buffalo Wild Wings Bar. Section. Good times. Good times. Good times. Haven't been there. It's good time. Mm. It has uh, it has like those Capri Sun looking drinks. Yeah. That you can. Oh yeah, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. girls love to take pictures with them. Oh okay. It's a it's a pretty good uh, place to go. Um, how do you feel about Hilo? Hilo, I've it doesn't on, exist anymore, I have does it? not been. It it's still exists. there. I've never been. I but, went one time. It's where that Brahms is supposed to go. I don't Andrew. remember. Oh, now you know where that Brahms is going instead. Right next door to my house. Yeah, that's a shame. That's gonna be really good. Really <laughs> you can literally walk to it. It's good for me. What are we missing? Um, let me think. Dive bars. Uh, Henry Hudson's on Rockwell and Hefner. <laughs> yep, right there. <laughs> Every Hudson's uh, Hudson. a dive bar. <laughs> uh, Blue Door is like the diviest bar on the planet, I feel like. Well, that's a great place, actually, because they they have like musicians there, too. Yeah. It's like a very true to... Uh, I would consider I would consider the pump a dive bar, kind of. Mm, it's pump? outdoorsy. Oh, come on. Give me a break on that one. If Andrew knows it, it is not a dive bar. Yeah, it's yeah, not a dive bar. Fine. It's not a dive bar. There's no chance it's a dive what bar. What about Bunker Club? It's too nice. Get it's out too of new. Too nice. See, like a dive bar, I feel like has to have been it has around. has to have for, a little bit of grossness to it. Yeah, and and has been there it's, for a, like in the lights turn fully while. on, the, the walls are yellow. And, yes. And everybody knows who the owner See, is. I think, yeah. I think, yes. Which is, yeah. I think, I think Bunker Club has that. I but, but, but is it, it's kind of di- it's kind of divey. Is it faux divey? I've never it's, been to the it's mon- faux divey. Never, never I also, been to the monkey club. I also do like <laughs> Pony Boy. Pony Good. Boy is probably one of my favorite in the city. It's fun. But that's not a dive bar. In my Definitely opinion. not. That's a dive too bar. nice. It's so skinny. It is skinny. It's okay. It's so, a thin lizard. It's like nice. Okay, here's the thing. A dive. I could if I walk into Pony Club. Pony nope. Boy. <laughs> combine if I walk into Pony Boy and I see like uh, a couple 40-year-olds in like suits in yep. a cocktail not dress a having bar. a cocktail at the bar, not a dive bar. If they've cleaned the floors in the last week, right, not, not, a, a, dive dive bar. Bar. not a dive bar. Here's your sign. 
<laughs> I feel like we are doing like a redneck comedy tour. Uh huh. If you walk in, <laughs> if you walk you in, you might be a redneck. I can't think of anything. They're too good at it. We could never be as good as oh those. You gosh. walk into a restaurant and there aren't peanut shells on the floor. They are not at a Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's Texas Texas Roadhouse dive bar. Dive, dive bar. bar. It's my favorite. My personal favorite dive bar. <laughs> I do like some Texas Roadhouse. Those biscuit or those rolls, rolls? and cinnamon butter. But I would Woo. say I would say my top one. Top top one is cookies for me. Yeah. Cookies is great. It's good. It's, and the karaoke. It is roughly the size of my this room. It's tiny. Yeah, room. it is tiny. <laughs> it's so it's tiny. not very big. Yeah. I tried to get in there one time, and I walked in, and I walked right back out. I was like, nope, 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 nope. It's definitely a place. Like, I feel like a dive bar is a place where you have to <clears throat> start talking to strangers because there's no other option. Because ba- everybody's on top of you. Yes. Basically, you're all in the what same about RJ's? house together. No. Nah, nah. It's too nice. Too nice. Too expensive. Yeah, I, I, like if I can get if I buy an appetizer for fifteen dollars, there's not a dive bar. Yeah, that's that's so okay. true. If there aren't cheap options on the menu, yeah. Best bar food, Henry Hudson. Sorry, I love Hudson's. <laughs> okay, I'll be excited when all those places go non-smoking. By the way, that'd be great. They're basically the only places left that are smoking. You're it's, so greedy. It's all going away, man. Like Quit just, taking those away. Out. Just let some people yeah, smoke, that, man. That's what I've been waiting for. They can smoke at home. No. Let him go somewhere to smoke. No, that's dangerous. Yeah. yeah, that's the reason Andrew doesn't go to these places. That's the only reason. That's the only thing yeah. holding me back. <laughs> hey, last last weekend I did go to, and this is if you haven't been here or you're from out of town and haven't been to this place, it is worth going just to see it as cowboys because it is a bar. Is that, that down where In Cahoots used to be? Yes, on Meridian. Yes. yes, yes, and it is a bar that in the back corner they have live bull riding yeah they have people that are you know every 30 minutes they have three people riding a bull and it is not a mechanical not bull a, people they, we're talking they, about it's a but warehouse. they do also have it's, a mechanical it is bull. a warehouse it is enormous. But it's, it's a huge space i mean a ton of people can fit in there and they have live bulls wow it's insane and it's i don't I feel I mean, like that area is like a throwback to Oklahoma City past where it's like, you it's know, like the yeah, only bar is. that was here 15 years ago was in cahoots, which is now Cowboys, which yeah. was rodeo yeah. at some point, too. I think yeah. is the name of it. But. Rodeo. I think they had to change it from rodeo because yeah. rodeo. It someone, was Clementine. Someone got, that. Someone got killed yeah. there. <laughs> I think someone got murdered. Clementine Saloon. Yeah. But Cowboys, if you if you haven't been, it's a it's a trip. You got to throw these questions out there, though, so we can get, you know than to actually pay attention and do it. Yeah, yeah. we've been we've been muted the whole time <laughs> because our new player Taylor lost his name. Um so the Thunder are a plus it. plus eleven <laughs> with <laughs> plus eleven with Paul George on and Russell off. That's crazy. Yeah. Schroeder, Ferguson, George, Grant Adams plus twenty six point three. Whoa. With Russell, with Shooter replacing Russell, pretty, pretty. Should the Thunder trade Russ? They should probably. Okay, let's try this again, you guys. All right, our final Twitter question comes from at Snowy Leopard, who wants to know when will you monsters start giving Cafe Cacao the respect it deserves? Oh, uh, I don't know what this is. All it of my respect is. A delicious brunch. What kind of food? Spot. Yeah, it's pretty good. Guatemalan. Guatemalan? Yep. Like, what is, like, name it, me the, like... So, most... So, the thing you gotta remember is most of it comes with beans is, is the one thing I remember. Yeah. Uh, not... It's delicious. They also have the really. best... They have the best sweet, like, French toast, pancake. Dude, eh, give it to me, Taylor. We, 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 we... I can't even talk. I love it so much. <laughs> My hand was just up in the air as if I was praising God when we were talking about <laughs> Cafe Cacao. That's how good it is. Wow. It is really good. It is so good. It is like... I think like the Food Network came yeah. and did a like piece the, on... Like, like that's how good it is. Oklahoma City. Yes. Yeah. And um, it, it's just amazing, it's man. I just... I, I don't even know what to say they about They have great it. coffee drinks. Great coffee drinks. They don't have great food, but they do not have a bar. So if you're looking for brunch with a bar, it's not one of those places. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I don't even think they're open for dinner. I think it's a brunch and lunch place. They and close it's at like two o'clock. You have to get yeah. the no wait app, and you still have to wait two like hours, an hour or two. Yeah, yeah. On, it's honest. It's good though. It, it is, is really good. so good. 
It is so, so good. I don't know what to say about it. It's great. All right. Next. Next. Cafe question. Cacao, all my respect, all my next love. Question. Hey, guys. I have one final question for you, but before I ask that, I want to talk to you about Oklahoma Shirt Company. Jay, they got their Shirt of the Month Club. They do. And it's Oklahoma, but what other states do they have? Arkansas, Missouri, Texas, Kansas. They also, the shirt I'm wearing right now, they they made. And it is the most comfortable sweatshirt I've ever worn. Oh, it says, I love South Dakota. Oh, I guess they do South Dakota. They, $10 a month, they get you a new Oklahoma or one of the states Jay named shirt every month. Plus, just for signing up, you get an introductory shirt. You can do kids' sizes. You can do... Um, adult sizes. Adult sizes. You can do any sizes you want. I'm, I'm sure they could do infants. I don't know. Oklahoma Shirt Company is going to take all, all of your merchandise marketing needs and they're going to fulfill them. You mm, want stickers. Right. You want hats. You want shorts. You want bags. They'll do it all. They do Shirts? They do embroidery. They do screen printing. And uh, they are some incredible people as well. So OklahomaShirtCompany.com. Check them out. Tell them Down to Dunk sent you. And support those that support us. And Fellas. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be doing a live show there. For the playoffs. Before, yeah, during the playoffs or around so, the playoffs. It's true. So keep your eyes out. Hey, guys. Keep your, yeah, poke your eyes out. Poke everybody. your eyes out. <laughs> Get them out of your body so you can be there because no one wants to see it. <laughs> what? Hey, guys. What? I have a final question. It is Mute this. him. Mute Andrew for yeah. that. <laughs> You're going to get yeah, your hand broke. Ha-ha. How does it feel? How does it feel? Fight, fight, How's it fight, feel? Fight. How's it feel? This is when Andrew goes to the Thunder Buddies. Hey, guys. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> hey, guys. I have one final question. It is this. Her you murfed and her you murfed. Hey, can I start this? Jay, tell I'll me. tell you what's just increasingly pissing me off more and more. Miffing and peeving me off. Yeah. <sighs> NBA, old NBA players uh, that are incapable of recognizing the greatness of the modern nba yeah are the worst scotty pippen all of them please Pip- disappear pippen's bad go man. away pippen's super bad on the jump he is awful he is. he is incapable of not thinking that his era and him specifically and the bulls were the greatest thing that ever happened to basketball <laughs> and can you blame the him bulls were great can you blame him they though? were great but it's like it goes back to oscar robertson who like doesn't believe that Steph and Clay are the best, maybe the best two three point shooters of all time. Like, yeah, get it drives me insane. Yeah, it's like, dude, just recognize that the game is fantastic now. Yeah, Scottie Pippen just literally he makes you think that it's a terrible product, and he also makes you think that he doesn't know what he's talking about. He called Russell Westbrook's triple doubles not organic. Yeah, he, he he's probably not watching. No, he's not. He's not watching at all. Yeah, he watches the highlights before the jump plays. Yeah, and he talks to some people, and that's probably about it. It drives me. He's nuts, not. He's he's he and T Mac. I just don't think are very good on that show. You know, it's good though, Chauncey. Chauncey's okay. Yeah, Paul Pierce. Not Paul Pierce. Good. He kind of is. I like Paul Pierce. He's all right. He's kind of a little more Charles Barkley ish. Yeah, he just kind of says things. Did you see Jay Skeet's uh, tweet yesterday about know. Scottie Pippen? Mm-mm. So he was only talking about Scottie Pippen's opinion on or like uh, comparing LeBron and MJ and Kobe. Yeah. Right. And so he went over all these dates in the last year and a half. And he's basically had every single different opinion he you looked, could have on that. It's like yeah. oh, really? MJ's better. MJ and Kobe are better. LeBron's better than Kobe and might be better than MJ. LeBron's better than both of them. <laughs> LeBron is not better than either That's of them. Funny. That's funny that he would want to call him out, too, because that'll get that'll get back to Scotty. Oh yeah, if, Jay, yeah, if yeah, Skeets yeah. If Skeets that. does it for That's sure. Funny. Yeah. Skeets tweets. That's pretty good, man. Skeets tweets. Yeah. He's great. They're, They're good. They are good. They're great. They're great. Didn't Scotty, they went from good to great? They didn't did. Scotty Pippen lose all his money? Yes. See, that's why he has to have horrible opinions so he can get paid. I think it's not a bad take. You know what? I don't know. Anybody else miffed or peeved? I hurt my jaw. <laughs> <laughs> my jaw's been hurting so bad. Why? Because like. TMJ man, my friend hugged me too hard, and it so gave, this is and it real? kind of gave me whiplash. Who? What are you talking? Whiplash about? in your jaw? This. Like like whiplash? It, like my so what happened is like I my head was at a weird angle, and he hugged me really hard, and so my head whipped to the side, and it was like my jaw kept whipping, and it really hurts. Was it a girl? No, it was, it was a man. I think we have a confusion <laughs> on what whiplash is. 
It was like side to you side. Hurt your jaw? Hurt my jaw. It hurts. I mean, it's hurt all week. Whiplash is in the neck, man. Okay. Well, now imagine whiplash of the jaw. It's what I got. Whip- <laughs> it hurts. Got I'm just whip- telling you, I hurt my jaw and it hurts. You got whip jaw? Whip jaw. It hurts really bad. Taylor, you meant to be? I consulted a doctor. Yeah, I meant Did to you really? It. Yeah, it hurts, Look, man. They say you have whiplash of the jaw? <laughs> he, said, he, he said he thinks I hurt my... Uh, Mandible? No, it's like a ten, <laughs> it's like a tendon that holds it. It's more on this side. It's like a tendon that holds it. You literally just forgot place. what side you were hurt on. No, I know, but I'm, <laughs> I was giving you an example of the tendon, but it's on this side. So it's like can, that holds your jaw to the hinge. It's the hinge that hurts. And so... He said, it's pro- I probably strained that. Just how I itch my face. It hurts, man. I'm just telling you, whip jaw. Love hurts. Just I'm not miffed and peeved, man. I probably am, but I can't think of anything. Andrew, yeah. you got any appliance problems? I'm just so tired this mm-hmm. morning. I don't know. It's a great, great week for my appliances. Everything stayed together. Hey, good, man. Thank oh, you. wow. Thanks, everyone. No problems at the new house, huh? <laughs> hey, tr- Hey, <laughs> why do you look like that? Hey, Taylor, what does it? What does the sound train make? Make when it's coming into the stage? God, hey I hate guys. you guys. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please move us along. Nick rocks. Nick rocks. <laughs>